trapped in the Darby ice cave. Had we finally found a way out? I watched from a ledge, shivering, as my husband Spencer free-climbed the slick rock walls to the top of the waterfall. We've been lost in the Darby ice and wind caves in the Tetons for more than 24 hours. He had to be as cold and tired as I was, yet he kept going. 10 feet, 20, 30, there he made it to the top. He pointed his fading flashlight at the spot where the water gushed from. Was there an opening we could squeeze through? Exploring the caves was supposed to be a present for Spencer's 31st birthday. We planned a big adventure like it every year. Skydiving, hiking, Table Mountain to celebrate. We're experienced outdoors people. We even got engaged on top of 12,662-foot Mount Bora, Idaho's tallest peak. We've been rock climbing for more than five years, and we'd spent several weeks researching the caves. We couldn't find much information, but there were consistent reports of a two-mile underground route linking the caves with rapples, waterfalls, streams, narrow passages. All the things that our adventure junkie personalities love. Our plan was to enter the ice cave and exit the wind cave, which we'd read could involve 6 to 12 hours of hiking, climbing, and rappelling, depending on the conditions underground. Safely within our abilities, which was especially important now, that we had our one-year-old daughter, Aurora, to think about. We'd taken her to stay with my parents on August 10th, two days before Spencer's birthday. Early the next morning, we told my mom to call for help if she didn't hear from us by midnight that night. Telling someone where you're going and when you expect to return is a standard backcountry's precaution. Spencer and I drove to Trailhead and hiked the five miles up to the ice cave. By the time we reached the entrance, it was around noon and we were sweating in the midsummer heat. The blast of cool air from the ice cave felt good. The first rappel, 40 feet over an ice cliff, looked a little scary. You got this, Jess, Spencer said. Keep the back brake locked. Gripping my rope, I took a deep breath and slid backward, dropping into the dark cave. Spencer went next, letting out a whoop. Weepy Kiway! This is it, I thought. There is no turning back. The cliff was too steep to climb up. We'd have to hike through the wind cave. Let our adventure begin.
Everywhere we turned, eyes shimmered on the cave walls. Beautiful. We made our way forward with our helmet lamps, climbing over slippery rocks, squeezing through passages, raging through frigid water. We followed bolts left in the walls by other hikers, using them as guides. Underground, minutes leaked into hours without any change in light. Around the five-hour mark, I started to wonder if we were still going the right way. There were a lot of offshoots from the main cave. We were soaking wet from the raging waters from dripping onto us, and chilled from wind blasts by the time we reached a big cavern, maybe 50 feet wide. The rocks were blanketed with ice. We searched. No bolts anywhere. No obvious way out. A waterfall poured from a hole in the ceiling, collecting in a pool at our feet. We were tired and hungry, so we sat down to eat some energy gels. I treated some water with our purifier. As I took a drink, my headlamp shone on a nylon rope dangling from the near the top of the waterfall. I pointed at the rope. Look! Babe, what if we were supposed to climb that rope to get out? Spencer said. It seemed crazy that our four-foot rope was our way out. Then again, it meant someone had been here and gotten out. The end of the rope was ten feet above our heads. We had to give it a shot. I climbed onto Spencer's shoulders, his six-foot-two, and grabbed for the rope, standing as tall as I could. You could do it, he said. I tried again and again. Every time I managed to grasp the rope, it slipped out of my hands. We stopped to regroup. Spencer and I sat on the muddy ground, huddling together for warmth. My mind went to Aurora. What if this morning was the last time I could ever see my baby girl? Don't go there, I told myself. We're going to make it.